With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Ted Lyle. A wonderful change. Shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. A wonderful change has come over me. Father God, I thank you this morning for Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. I've sprinkled and applied your blood over the Ted line, over Ted line family members, over their workplace, over their ministry, and over everything that concerns them in the name that is above every name in the name of Jesus. I thank you this morning, Father God. We're not bound by fear, anxiety, worry, or doubt and unbelief. I thank you this morning, Father God, because you are Lord of Lords and you are King of Kings. And I thank you, Father God, that you're coming soon. But you said you're coming for a church without a spot, without a blemish, or without a wrinkle. Clean us up. Wash those blemishes away. Iron out the wrinkles in the name of Jesus. Tedline, I don't know how your weekend was. I pray it was good. But let me tell you what's happening here at the headquarters. I had to cancel a couple of people, but I had to rearrange my schedule because God said, remember he said um, there was going to be a clash, that we were going to have a power encounter, um, and the devil was going to try to challenge God's power. I want you to be on the lookout because that's still active, still active. But the Bible says, as the priest, so go the people. So in this, uh, in this Tedline ministry, not to be vain or egotistical or anything like that, but in this Tedline ministry, it's all about winning spirit warfare, okay? Because I understand that we're not battling flesh and blood. I understand what we battle and how we battle because it's a battle for me, personal battle for me, just like it's a personal um, personal salvation, and it's a personal revival. So I've been here all weekend since Wednesday or Thursday. I've been battling with other people in person here that came here from a long way. And I've been battling with um, spirits and people over the phone line as well. Now, what makes all of this so interesting is that God is sending his ministers. He's sending his elect. And I don't know if you know about it, but at least four uh, uh, men of God, quote, have either murdered their wives or murdered themselves this week, this past week. Oh, four. And out of that four, believe it or not, two were deliverance ministers. And the other two 
were confessing to be blood by blood redeemed, tongue talking, spirit filled ministers. So you see, when God gave the warning about the power clash, and some of you thought it was just for you or just for us, uh uh. This ministry is used by God in an intercessory capacity around the world. And so when I got the 911 for the ministers, and I knew what God had said last week, so I entered I interrupted everything, and I told him, come on, come on, just come on. Now, it's one thing for a demon to attack on their own because they hate God and because they're attacking you. It's a whole other ball game for the devil to use a, quote, preacher to attack preachers because this preacher is operating on under counterfeit power and usurping the anointing of other preachers. No, I'm not going to mention any names, but a man of God had told this one preacher that I think God had told them. Anyway, they had got a word from God. I don't know how, I can't, I can't remember how it went because when I be involved in these deliverance, I be involved and I'm not trying to hear nothing or repeat nothing. As a matter of fact, I'm asking God as soon as it's over, take it out of my mind completely because I don't want my mind to ever be jumbled up with no past history of anything. But I want to I want to take you to I, I got a I got a 19 minute clip and I have permission to to share 19 minutes with you of what a preacher or a minister how they can. It's so, it's so many dynamics here. I can't even get into all of them, but experience the messenger of Satan on assignment to take out God's deliverance ministers and people called to the ministry of deliverance. This is why I tell you all the time, this ain't no joke. This is not play, play deliverance. So now Satan got his agents in the church on a mission to destroy anointed men and women of God without their knowledge. So I asked God, I said, okay, what 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 uh, scripture am I gonna put with this? He said, go to Mark chapter 16. And then I'm gonna let you hear this 19-minute clip. 
if you if you you know you might want to bind that rebuke before you listen to it because the preacher had been given a word that they were gonna take the dragon's head off. They just thought it was a word, you know, God give you a word, send you a word. And then they sent the preacher here. And that's who I was battling. And so as I'm as I'm ministering to the preacher, I say, that dragon, I say, you have overcome that dragon. You had to overcome the dragon. And then click, the word came back to the preacher. And the preacher began to rejoice and know the reality that God had pre-warned. And when God told me about the power clash, when I told you and the power start clashing, from the minute God gave me that word about the powers of evil, you know, go and and they manifested right here in this uh, in this in this sanctuary. So I slept in the sanctuary, half on the floor, half in a chair, half on the pew, to make sure I dealt with it long after the preacher was going back to the hotel. And uh, sure enough, it tried to. It tried to stand outside the window and, and and look in and unloose up. So I went right down there where it was with my oil, anointed the area where it was trying to come in at, found it, rebuked it, and came on back up here to the altar, got on the floor, and with my face down before God. Mark chapter 16, verse 1. Oh, yeah, it had sent its emissary here, and it tried to manifest on the wall where the, over, where the baptism is. But the preacher, was, the other preacher was a seer, and the other preacher saw it because my back was to it. And uh, it got run off. It got bound up and run off. But the reason that it cannot be uh, obliterated is because the other preacher wanted signs and wonders so bad that that preacher divined up through the utilization of divination and necromancy, which is the first level witchcraft, ADAP, ADAP. And that's what this particular preacher has become. But they are sorcerers. They started out as ADAP, but, but they have Many, many, many spirits under their control. Many, many, many. And the preacher, the demons have given the preacher everything the preacher asked for. Money, power, ability. But in exchange, he got to bring 10 to 20 uh, souls of ours and feed that demon. He got to fast and pray to his demons and feed them our souls for food. Mark chapter 16, verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. I'm talking about Jesus. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. 
And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, are you getting this? Here they are wondering, you know, knowing they lacked the ability to roll that stone away. Plus, it had been sealed, remember? It had been sealed. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. Anyway, they saw this angel in the in the sepulcher, in the tomb, and they were scared. And the angel said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. Now, they went looking for Jesus where in their own mind they thought he was supposed to be in that tomb. And instead, they encounter, have an encounter with an angel. And the angel said, but go your way, tell his disciples, Look, tell his disciples and Peter. Now, remember, remember, Peter was estranged because Jesus had prophesied to Peter that he was going to uh, uh, reject him. But, the, but it says here, go your way, tell your disciples and Peter that Jesus goeth before you into Galilee. There you shall see him, as he said unto you. Verse 8, and they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher. For they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. How about that? How about that? So you see, fear is normal. Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Now, when Jesus was risen, hallelujah, early the first day of the week, he, Jesus, this is where I'm going, this is where I'm at, he, Jesus, appeared first, he, Jesus, appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. Not to his disciples, not to the Jews at the synagogue, not to any wise man, but he appeared first, glory to God, to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. This is how important deliverance is to Jesus. This is how important deliverance should be to you. And she, Mary Magdalene, out of whom Jesus had cast seven devils, the Bible says, and she went and told them, The Lord God rebuke him. And she went and told them that had been with Jesus. 
And what were they doing? As they mourned and wept, they were sitting around mourning and weeping and wasting time. They were sitting around crying and being sad, wasting time. But the thing you got to remember is they were sitting around doing what they thought they should be doing, and they were taking no mind to what Jesus had told them. Bible says that Mary Magdalene, out of whom Jesus had cast seven devils, hallelujah, had faith to believe what Jesus said, had a love deeper even than his disciples, obviously. And out of Mary Magdalene, you see, Jesus had already delivered her prior to in preparation for what she was called to do. It says, and when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, her, Mary Magdalene, out of whom Jesus had cast seven devils, the Bible said they believed not. It goes on to say, after that Jesus appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto those disciples that had walked with him and lived with him and seen and experienced his mighty miracles. It said that, 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 that he appeared in another form unto two of them as they were walking. It says, neither believed they them. They didn't believe them either. Because, you see, they had set themselves up as we're his disciples. He got to appear to us first. We're his disciples. They forget they're the same disciples that when uh, the Roman soldiers came for Jesus in the garden that night, they ran away and left them. They forgot that. They forgot. They're cowardice. They forgot. They're lying to themselves. So the first thing happens, because they don't have no belief in them, and they lying to themselves, they didn't believe the first witness. They didn't believe the second witness. The Bible goes on in, in the, uh, verse 14. The Bible says, Afterward, he appeared unto the eleventh as they sat at me, upbraided them with their unbelief, and look, what, look what's here, hardness of heart. So not only did they have unbelief, but the unbelief had caused their hearts to be hardened toward Jesus, hearts to be hardened toward the things that Jesus had told them because they did not believe. At this point, they were so busy believing what they had seen and believing what they had witnessed and believing what they had made up in their own mind. 
could be the only way that this was going to happen. It said, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. They didn't believe it because they hadn't seen it. But brothers and sisters, please, please. I'm ministering to people who love God with all their heart, people who, done, who are committed to serve him. But his own disciples didn't believe it. Jesus said to them, after he caused their unbelief to be dispelled by the manifestation supernaturally of his own presence, in the room where they were sitting there with all that negativity, with all that unbelief, all that crying, all that mourning, senselessly, uselessly. But you see, the Bible says, Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils, was the first believer. Was the first evangelist. Well, second, if you, the second, if you, if you know, well, the first would have been the woman at the well, the woman at the Samaritan well. So, so she would have been the second evangelist, Mary Magdalene. The first was the woman at the well. When they told him, I met a man who told me everything there was to know. Anyway, Jesus said, Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, these signs are only going to follow who? Them that believe. Them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. Kind of like Mary Magdalene, because the Bible says, Mary Magdalene, out of whom Jesus had cast seven devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Like Mary Magdalene, out of whom Jesus had cast out seven devils, them that believe made a believer by Jesus, dispelling their doubts, and shall lay hands on the sick. Some of them that believe, them that have had them devil cast out, and they shall recover. Why is all this going to happen? Well, it says here, the Lord working with them in 20, and confirming the word with signs following. That's what it says. Now here's the kicker. Either you believe it or you don't. It's mighty, mighty hard when you got demons in you just like his disciples. Nowhere does it ever say that Jesus cast demons out of them because of the fact they had to deliver it right there with them, and they still didn't believe. 
So I'm going to let you listen to, I'm going to try to let you listen to 19 minutes of a deliverance of a deliverance minister. I pray God it works. I don't know what might happen. I'm going to try to play it anyway. 19 minutes. Now now it's the MP3. Thank you, Jose. Jesus is no longer longer upon the cross, but it was upon the cross where he obtained your deliverance and my deliverance. Let me know when you can see Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. Tell her how you got in her body, Pearl. The spirit from Pearl. How did you get in that body? Through Cody. Through Cody. I see. What what have you been doing to her body? Entangling her. Oh, you entangle her. Did you entangle Cody? It's already done. It's been done. What, what's been done? The entanglement. Of who? Cody. I see. So how'd you do it? How did you do it? Molestation. Molestation. So how did you get in her body? Transfer the spirit. Are you a witch? Yes! What kind of witch are you? Well, witchcraft, what kind of witchcraft do you use? What? <sighs> what kind of witchcraft do you use? No!
your body. Uh, what else did you bring in that body? Uh, uh, Unclean spirit. Do you hear me? Uh, Are you living the dead? Uh, Are you living the dead? Uh, Are you living or dead? I'm alive! Where you live at? Where you live? Where do you live? If you're alive, where do you live? Where do you live? Shut up! Where do you live? Shut up! You don't tell me what to do. Shut up! I don't take no orders from no devils. Are you crazy? Shut up! Where you live? Shut up! I command you.
Come on out. Get off that body. Get out of that body. In the name of Jesus. Come out that body.
out of whom he cast seven devils. I can't wait to see this preacher's ministry in operation now. So you might be asking yourself, yes, all of this was a part of God that was required for this preacher to be enabled to go to the next level with him. See you tomorrow on the deadline.
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.